The epistle for the twelfth Sunday after Pentecost is taken from the second epistle of St. Paul to the Corinthians, the third chapter. Brethren, as such confidence we have through Christ toward God, not that we are sufficient to think anything of ourselves as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God, who also hath made us fit ministers of the New Testament, not in the letter, but in the Spirit. For the letter killeth, but the Spirit quickeneth. Now if the ministration of death, engraven with letters upon stones, was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses, for the glory of his countenance, which is made void, how shall not the ministration of the Spirit be rather in glory? For if the ministration of condemnation be glory, much more the ministration of justice aboundeth in glory. And the Holy Gospel is taken from the Gospel of St. Luke, the 10th chapter. At that time, Jesus said to his disciples, Blessed are the eyes that see the things which you see. For I say to you, that many prophets and kings have desired to see the things that you see, and have not seen them. And to hear the things that you hear, and have not heard them. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up, tempting him, and saying, Master, what must I do to possess the eternal life? But he said to him, What is written in the law? How readest thou? He answering said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with thy whole heart, and with thy whole soul, and with all thy strength, and with all thy mind, and thy neighbor as thyself. And he said to him, Thou hast answered rightly, This do, and thou shalt live. But he, willing to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? And Jesus answering said, a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and fell among robbers, who also stripped him, and having wounded him, went away, leaving him half dead. And it chanced that a certain priest went down the same way, and seeing him, passed by. In like manner also a Levite, whom he, when he was near the place and saw him, passed by. But a certain Samaritan, being on his journey, came near him, and seeing him was moved with compassion, and going up to him, bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and setting him upon his own beast, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. And the next day he took out two pence, and gave to the host, and said, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou shalt spend over and above, I at my return will repay thee. Which of these three, in thy opinion, was neighbor to him that fell among robbers? But he said, He that showed mercy to him. And Jesus said to him, Go and do thou in like manner. Thus far the words of today's Holy Gospel. <coughs> you have heard that it has been said... Thou shalt love thy neighbor, and hate thy enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies, do good to them that hate you. These words are taken from the Gospel of St. Matthew, 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. One day, a Jewish lawyer, that is, one who studied the law of Moses, approached our Lord. Now we do not know for certain whether the lawyer had a good or evil intention in approaching Christ on this occasion. But we do know that many of the Pharisees and scribes and certain Jews who were present on this day did have evil intentions and rejoiced at the chance to ensnare and trap our Lord in His words. But when the lawyer confronted our Lord, he basically asked, Master, how does one get to heaven? And our Lord had the lawyer answer his own question, quoting the scripture which answered, By charity, that is, by loving God and by loving our neighbor as ourselves. Seeing that the answer was too easy and that there was no room to debate about it, the lawyer asked, And who is my neighbor? Now, instead of directly answering this, our Lord gave a concrete example of what a true neighbor really is. Our Lord told a story about a certain man who was going from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he was ambushed by a group of robbers, a group of thugs. The robbers beat the poor man, stripped him of everything he had, and left him wounded, bruised, and half dead. Well, it happened that soon after, a certain Jewish priest was walking by and saw the poor beaten man, but the priest kept walking. Similarly, a Levite was walking on that same path. A Levite is someone who is very devoted to his religion. He's a Jew who helps in the temple, who studies the Mosaic law and customs, and he's held to be very holy and dignified. But as the Levite got closer to the half-dead man, the Levite, too, passed him right by. After that, a certain Samaritan was on his journey. Now, the Samaritans and the Jews were of different religions. Because of that, there was a certain animosity between them. The Samaritans and Jews never got along. It was almost a rule. And they came to avoid and despise one another. But as this one Samaritan came near the Jew, seeing him beaten up and bleeding, the Samaritan was moved with compassion. Drawing near to the wounded man, the Samaritan put a cloth around the Jew. He poured wine over the Jew's wounds to disinfect them. And he poured oil over the wounds to soothe them. The Samaritan lifted the Jew onto his own beast and brought him to an inn and took care of him. After a night of care and much needed rest, the Samaritan gave money to the owner of the inn, telling him to buy anything that was needed to care for the man, and he would repay the innkeeper when he came back. 
Now the ideas contained in this parable of the Good Samaritan at the time of our Lord were unheard of. They contained a doctrine that the Jews did not commonly hold up to the time of our Lord. You see, the Pharisees and the Jews commonly held the doctrine of what's called an eye for an eye. That is, if you hurt me, I am going to hurt you. It is the doctrine of vindictive justice, otherwise known as revenge. Contrary to the doctrine of revenge against our enemies, our compassionate and loving Savior taught us, love thy enemy. Charity, as we know, is the virtue by which we love God above all things, and we love our neighbor as much as we love ourselves for the sake of God. Thus, charity is necessary towards God and neighbor. And as our Lord taught the lawyer in today's gospel, as he taught all the Jews, and as he teaches us, charity extends to all men, without exception. Charity is due to every person. In another place, our Lord expressly said to the Jews, You have heard that it has been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thy enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies, do good to them that hate you. Charity then extends even to those whom we might call our enemies. Those we might be called our enemies are those with different views, different opinions in religion and politics, or anyone whom we consider antagonistic towards us, or who annoy us and bother us. These enemies of ours are due charity, first and foremost because God commands it. We are brothers and sisters, not only according to nature in Adam, from our first parents, but also according to grace in Christ, who died to save all men. All our neighbors are made in the image and likeness of God as we are. And God loves each one and wants each one to go to heaven, whether he is Republican or Democratic. And that is how charity works. In short, we love God with all our heart, soul, and mind. And we love all our neighbors because they belong to God, and God loves them. When you think about it, my dear faithful, each of us will one day die and be judged. Each man will stand before the judgment seat, and our thoughts words and deeds will be put on the scale of justice. It is a sobering thought, but these thoughts, words, and deeds will either be good or evil. And on that day, all men will be equal, high or low, old or young, this nationality or another, this political party or that, religious, married, or single. Each one of us will be judged 
according to how we lived. Our loved ones and those whom we might call our enemies will all be on the same plane then. And what else really matters? God wants each one of us to go to heaven. He wants each of us to have acted not as the Levite or the priest, the Jewish priest in the story of our Lord, but as the good Samaritan acted with charity towards every single man. In the course of our lives, my dear friends, we are often called upon to show the charity, the mercy, and the compassion of the Good Samaritan towards not only our family and friends and associates, but those who we do not know, and even those whom we might call our enemies, that is, those who go against us in some way. And we are called upon to do this sometimes in big ways, but usually in smaller ways. Thus hardly does a day pass when we are called upon to be patient, kind, and forgiving towards others. How often we are called upon to think no evil about others, to refrain from critical thoughts about others, but rather excusing others and forgiving everyone from our heart. It is in this way we fulfill the law of Christ. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with thy whole heart, soul, mind, and strength, and thy neighbor as thyself. And if we persevere in this practice of charity, on the day of our judgment, we will have not one regret, confident that our Lord Jesus Christ the divine good Samaritan will have compassion and be most merciful towards us and grant us the unending joys of heaven. God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.